it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. My guest this hour is Monty Huthersall, who is the founder of a financial program and software called Financial Fate. Welcome to the show, Monty. Thank you, Jordan. Thanks for having me. Uh, listeners, you should know that there is a PowerPoint uh, presentation that kind of goes along with what we're going to talk about today uh, that kind of shows uh, what financial fate can do. So it might be helpful for you to uh, click on that and, and uh, bring it up so as we go through this, it might be more helpful in kind of actually seeing what this does. Let's just talk a little bit, Monty, at the beginning about the need for software like this. Uh, there's a lot of things already in the marketplace. There's Quicken and so on. Uh, why is what's already in the market not adequate compared to what you're able to offer them with financial fate? Well, uh, financial fate is different. I think the, uh, the way we define quality is probably what differentiates us more than anything in the, in the marketplace. Financial fate is an in-depth, long-range financial planning software tool. It's designed for U.S. consumers, and it helps the do-it-yourselfers to forecast and plan their personal finances and their long-term cash flow projections with total transparency and, uh, and reliability. And the way we define quality is different than most providers, most of our competitors. They, they look at uh, their financial forecasting tools that they provide consumers, and they define quality in terms of the amount of time it takes uh, the user to complete a plan. So some of, the, some of the tools on the market ask as few as five questions, and the only forecasted output is a picture of a sunny sky or a cloudy sky. So it's all about quick and easy. So at Financial Fate, we take a fundamentally different approach by defining quality as a forecasting tool's ability to realistically assess a family's financial picture. So in order to achieve this high level of realism and product quality, we believe that some form of accountability is paramount. So without accountability, quality usually suffers dramatically. So for this reason, we developed Financial Fate to be completely transparent. Uh, all the output reports, which are cash flow projections, investment plans, balance sheets, tax plans, they are uh, all disclosed, fully disclosed, with line-item detail, uh, year-by-year projections, and all of the underlying assumptions uh, can be viewed and changed by the user if they would like to. Uh, so financial fate, we like to say uh, we not only provide um, results that you can believe in, but we provide results that you can verify. And uh, is this, uh, tell people how this is available. Uh, you can download it for free uh, at our website, which is www.financialfate.com. That's financialfate.com. And, uh, and just go to the uh, download section, and there's instructions on how to download the software. Uh, is this something that is used by financial planners as well as individuals? Financial planners do use it. Uh, they, it wasn't designed for financial planners. Uh, we uh, plan on offering them a product in the future. Um, one of the things we did was we limited the number of files that a user could, number of scenarios, I should say, that a user could um, could uh, use with the software to five, where financial planners may have hundreds of clients. This only allows them to use uh, um, the software for five of those clients. Uh, so there's that five-file limitation, plus financial planners like to be able to print out all the reports that I've talked about, the cash flow projections and investment plans, and, and we do not have a print function in the software. So uh, those are the two things that financial planners want that most consumers really don't care about. Um, the things that they like about financial fate uh, more than anything is its fully automated feature, which is uh, usually if they have a, and we'll get to this in, a de- in the demo, but usually if they have a scenario to run, say they're going to do a scenario where, a what-if scenario where, the, um, where they were to pass away in three years, say their um, term life insurance expires in two years, and they say, what if I pass away in three years? Well, a financial planner has a lot of work to do in that scenario, where financial fate will automatically uh, uh, make all the necessary changes. 
for example, you know, the uh, Social Security survivor, survivor benefits need to be changed for the children and the spouse. Uh, the expected pension benefits need to be changed. All that is done manually by the financial advisor with their current software um, uh, uh, tools that they have. But with financial pay, it's done automatically. Uh, it automatically will invest all the life insurance proceeds. It automatically changes the family status of your health care premiums. So a lot of the heavy lifting, a lot of the work that they have to do, it takes hours and hours to do, with financial fate, it's a uh, um, blink of the eye. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things you say about it is that it's cash flow driven. Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, it's uh, all the cash flows are documented in line item detail. Uh, and uh, and all the sources and uses of cash flow, which are investments, your income, your expenses, your taxes, they're all integrated and uh, and they're all projected into the future. So cash flow is king, and uh, uh, it's all you, you can see the uh, the line item detail and the year by year detail, as opposed to a lot of our competitors where it's more uh, rule of thumb, back of the napkin type analysis and they don't show any of the analysis how the, how the ending result is determined. You know, you ask a few questions, it goes into a black box, and they spit out an answer, and there's no way to, uh, to verify if that's correct or not. I mean, is it possible for people to project their cash flows in such a detailed way, you know, years into the future? Is that realistic? Yes, yes. 5, 10, 20, uh, to your end of life, 50 years out, you can project your cash flows. And it's done, done in a fully automated way, where it's, it's in-depth software, so it's, it's still going to take the user probably anywhere between, you know, three, uh, three four hours to, um, uh, to fill out the questionnaire. And uh, uh, it, uh, uh, they only have to do it once a year, and, um, and it will uh, automatically project all those cash flows throughout the lifetime. Give me some examples of some of the key cash flow drivers that you have in financial fate. Uh, the key cash flow drivers are, um, are always going to be the main categories are going to be your income expenses, uh, income taxes, and investments. For example, with your income taxes, a lot of our competitors, they just take a percentage of your future income, and uh, that's how they project your income taxes. Um, well, that's not how taxes are calculated in the real world, and there can be a huge difference. So their shortcut methodology will neglect uh, certain things uh, regarding uh, the individual's adjusted gross income. Uh, it neglects their deductions, their exemptions, tax credits, uh, the actual tax tables, um, both state and federal. So, for example, uh, uh, say you live in New York, um, Jordan, and uh, you plan to move in Texas to Texas in, uh, in a couple of years. Uh, that would have a huge impact on your state tax bill uh, because Texas has no state taxes. So that would be uh, that would be adjusted. Those cash flows would be adjusted automatically in financial fate. And what are some of the cash inflow uh, factors that you take a look at? Uh, we look at all sources of income. Uh, and for example, when you uh, uh, if you decide that you want to retire early, uh, or you want to work part time, or you want to start your own company in the future, um, all of those kind. Co- type of decisions will impact uh, things like your Social Security benefits and your pension benefits. Well, uh, financial fate will automatically treat those future cash flows. So you don't have to go in every time you change your retirement date and try to adjust, well, how is that going to impact my Social Security benefits? Financial fate will automatically do that for you. So it's, again, a blink of the eye. You change your retirement date. Everything else happens automatically. And how about on the investment side? What are some of the cash flow drivers on the investments that you take a look at? Well, the, the important thing with investments that, uh, is the user has to have the ability to do dynamic what-if analysis. Uh, they need to be able to select a long-term expected uh, annual return, both growth and income, by asset class. So in financial faith, the default settings have, uh, for instance, bonds are set to increase at 1.5% over inflation over the, long time, over the long term, where your large-cap U.S. stocks are set in the default to increase at 4% over inflation. Now, the user can leave, it, leave uh, those default settings as they are, or they can do what if and say, well, what if, uh, what if my stock side of my portfolio 
instead of 4% over inflation, only returns you know, 1% over the long term over inflation. Uh, how is that going to impact my overall financial picture? And they can see that, and uh, the model will, will make those adjustments. And the other important thing to know about uh, with the investment side is the user has to be able to select their asset allocation, their risk tolerance. So the user can, the user can select five different levels of risk between aggressive and conservative. And uh, the model will automatically, as their time horizon shifts, the model will automatically shift their asset allocation. And this is very different from what other software programs are doing then? Yeah, very, very different. Uh, they either use a single uh, uh, rate of return, and the asset allocation will not shift over, over time. You'll, that, that asset allocation will stay um, consistent, which in the real world, as people, as people get older and the time horizon is, is shorter, uh, they become more conservative. So uh, financial fate will automatically reflect that in the asset allocation tables, which are all in the assumptions um, of the model. Uh, those, those tables, as, as one grows older, they'll automatically adjust, and uh, investments will automatically shift. Uh, they will shift in the tax-advantaged accounts first, and then if they can't shift any more in the tax-advantaged accounts, then they'll go out to the taxable accounts. And, and shift. And there may be some tax ramifications, which you can see in the model with capital gains as they uh, rebalance the portfolio. And a lot Very good. We're going to go to a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show, and my guest this hour is Monty Huthersall, uh, whose uh, software is called Financial Fate. You can find out more about it at financialfate.com. We'll be back after this. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying, and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Have you found yourself overwhelmed or stalled, not getting the goals you dream of? Hear what the experts say about how you can break through solutions, systems, skills, get your strategy on track, and accelerate your business success. Join Linda Feinholz every Monday for The Spark Effect. Linda and her guests will show you and your team exactly how to grow your business further, faster, easier. The Spark Effect is heard every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Network. There are so many challenges facing management today around the world. The New Management Network is here to provide practical insight and solutions for many of these challenges. Hosts Don and Bonnie Folk will explore topics designed to help you get the competitive upper hand, including organizational tools, personality and leadership, cutting-edge management tips, and much more. Join the New Management Network live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Network. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Monty Huthersall, who is a uh, software uh, guy, a personal financial software engineer. Uh, his uh, website, which is a free website, is financialfate.com. Welcome back to the show, Monty. Thank you. 
we were talking about the various examples of key uh, cash flow drivers that you use in the software. We talked about investments, in, inflow for cash, taxes. T- talk a little bit about expenses and what's in the software to track expenses. Well, expenses, we have all the detail of, of, of your expenses um, line by line. Uh, the important thing to remember when projecting expenses into the future is all the expense lot items will behave differently in the future. Uh, for example, uh, when you're projecting your health care premiums, uh, they, will, they will fluctuate due to, uh, due to a, a changing family size. Um, as your family size changes in the future, that will have a huge impact on your health care premiums. When you decide to retire, there will be an adjustment that needs to be done uh, at retirement to your health care premiums. And this needs to be done by the software automatically. The software needs to do the heavy lifting on all these projections. Uh, with future Medicare benefits for each spouse, when, the, when those benefits kick in, that will have an impact on those cash flows. Uh, if you have a flexible spending account or a health savings account, there are tax implications, and that will have an impact on the um, cash flows. Uh, your medical, um, medical cost um, uh, inflation, uh, it's, it, your inflation for medical costs is more than maybe your, your uh, grocery um, expense inflation. So all those things will have to adjust uh, your, your health care premiums. And once you be able to view those cash flows and change the underlying assumptions, uh, such as the age that Medicare kicks in. If right now, it, Medicare kicks in at age 65. If you want to run an analysis and say, well, what if the government changes it to 67? How will that impact my overall financial picture? You can go into the assumptions and change that age. So each line item in expenses will be projected uh, um, in a different way and has different assumptions um, for each one of those line items. One of the things you say about financial fate is that it's fully verifiable. What do you mean by that, and how is that different from other software programs? Well, the fully verifiable is the, is the, the whole concept of being transparent. We want to provide all of the output reports, which are the cash flow projections, the investment plans, the balance, sheet, balance sheets and tax plans, all those projections into the future. We want to make those fully verifiable. Uh, we also want to make the underlying assumptions fully verifiable so the user can view the underlying assumptions and go in and change them if they like. Uh, this is, this is the, the, the key uh, piece of, um, of, of uh, the software that makes, makes it really different than anybody else in that uh, if, it's fully, if it's fully transparent or fully verifiable, then we're, we're being held accountable. Uh, the user can go in and view all those reports and make sure that it it's, it's reasonable that it makes sense, that it's realistic. Uh, and uh, when, uh, when, you have, when you have reports that are, uh, that are transparent and accountable, then the quality of those reports goes up because without, without the accountability, it's, uh, it's, um, the quality is questionable and it, because, because it, it becomes somewhat of an unaccountable free-for-all. And you have to be skeptical of if, they, if they don't show the results. So you're saying that other software... Uh, kind of leads to speculative uh, views about whether the results are actually valid or not because they're not really verifiable. It's it's just one of the things, Jordan. Where if uh, like when you go to your local grocery store and you go to the checkout and, and the clerk gives you an itemized receipt, uh, you may not scrutinize that receipt, but you're but you're but you're glad you get that itemized receipt. So if you want to audit the receipt, all the line item details there, not just the bottom line. And uh, it's, the same with, uh, it's the same with financial planning. You want, you, you want to have that information available so you can scrutinize it if you want. You can look at the line item detail. For example, you, if you look at the, the health care premiums that we just talked about and you want to see how is, how is met when, I, when, I, uh, when I'm eligible for Medicare, how is that going to impact my cash flows? If I retire at 55 versus 67 or you know, and, I, and my health care premiums triple, and they're no longer before-tax um, cash flows. Now I have to pay those premiums at, with after-tax dollars. How is all that going to affect my cash flows? You want to be able to see that that analysis has been done and make sure that, it's, uh, that it has been, that the cash flows have been treated and it is accurate. In the end, you're saying a person's financial fate is one or two choices, solvent for life or bankrupt. Yes. Explain how, how you, you get to those 
kind of dramatic, <laughs> dead or alive kind of uh, conclusions here. Well, there are some assumptions made that the user can go in and and, uh, and change on the definition of what is what is bankruptcy. But the default, as the default uh, settings are in place, they uh, they basically will show the user if their uh, their ending net worth of the surviving spouse is uh, is solvent or not. And if they if they become bankrupt, they have too much debt. And their cash flows cannot cover their expenses. Uh, at some point in their life, the model will uh, put them into a bankrupt situation. It may be five years out. It may be fifteen years or twenty years out. And it'll show the year that you're that you're bankrupt. And you can go to that year and analyze what the problems are. So the idea is to be able to spot any problems that are out on the horizon, so you can manage those. Okay. Very good. All right, so now we're going to go to the actual uh, demonstration uh, of what it looks like. Uh, listeners, you can, on the uh, Voice America website, uh, click on the link there, and there's a whole product demonstration that kind of comes down. So uh, it'll probably be easier for you to follow along if you actually take a look at that. And you've got the same thing there, Monty. So let's just start with the first uh, page here, uh, which kind of shows the basic personal information you're asking for. And just tell us basically what the different categories are. Uh, yeah, this screenshot is uh, a screenshot of the uh, um, of the user interface, and on the left hand side you'll see there's ten major categories, starting with personal information, uh, going all the way down to pension plans. And so, under each one of those major categories, uh, you will see uh, on the uh, in the middle there's a tab system. There'll be a couple of tabs under each one of the categories. So, under personal information. You have initial calendar year and the ages of the uh, um, of the individuals for the first um, in the first year. And tell us what the personal information categories are. Uh, the um, uh, the categories are, are the initial calendar year, which is um, 2009. Uh, you had set it at 2009, and on your on the ages. Uh, let's go to the next. Um, well, one more thing before we go to the next slide. Uh, on the bottom, the bottom circle where we have um, the your financial fate, mm-hmm. the bottom left hand side, that is what you, were, what you were talking about earlier. Either you're solvent for life, and it shows when your end of life is, uh, and um, and what your ending net worth is. In this case, the ending net worth is is eight point four million dollars. Okay, so you always have that. We call it the dashboard. You always have that dashboard in front of you. So as you're going and you're making changes in the questionnaire or you're updating the assumptions, you can always see you get automatic and continuous feedback to your question to the uh, uh, to the um, dashboard here. So everything you do affects the dashboard. Everything you do affects that dashboard. Yeah. As you go through it in real time, it, it comes back in. And and, uh, and some people will never want to look at the reports. They'll never want to look at the assumptions. They'll want to fill out the questionnaire. And if their dashboard says they're solvent for life and they have a nice cushion, they're happy with that. Other people may want to go in and verify their uh, um, their reports and look at these underlying assumptions and maybe even change the underlying assumptions. So it's up to the individual. So for the people who are not seeing the, the uh, demonstration here, just tell them what the different categories are under personal information. Okay. Under personal information, we have the initial calendar year. Uh, which you, you can set to 2009 or whatever year you want to set it to, um, and then the ages at the beginning of the initial calendar year. For if you have, if it's a single person, it would be his age or her age. If it's a, if it's a couple, it would be his and her ages at the beginning of the initial calendar year. Okay, but I'm talking about on the left of the page, like housing and debt, oh, life expectancy. Oh, okay, those on, the left, on the major categories, the second major category is housing and debt. Then we have life expectancy and retirement ages. Then we have income, and we have a category for expenses. We have a separate category for major expenses for children, because you have to break that out by child. Uh, then we have investments, insurance coverage, Social Security benefits, and pension plans. Okay, very good. Right, so now let's move on. And you're saying you can always hover over the ending net worth and kind of see different comments and so on, right? Yeah, wherever you see on the software, you see the little yellow circle with a question mark in it. It's a tooltip, and you can get uh, you can get definitions and helpful comments by hovering over that. 
in this case, the ending net worth is $8.4 million. And so if you hover over, it says that these dollars are, are in fu- these are future dollars. And it's the future net worth of the surviving spouse. So whoever lives the longest, that's what their ending net worth would be when they pass away. And it also gives you the value in today's dollars. And it says, you know, even though it's $8.4 million in future dollars, that's only $1.4 million in today's dollars. 8.4 sounds a lot better. <laughs> even though it's, yeah, uh, right, right. But those are, in this example, those are $2,068. So. Right. <laughs> We're assuming a lot of inflation, I guess. Right, right exactly. exactly. Well, the reality today seems to be deflation. But anyway, do, right. can you put that in? Could you have a, a deflationary oh, yes. uh, scenario? Yes, you, that's in what, one of the assumptions is what is inflation? Is it, uh, you know, the, the default right now is 3%, but, uh, um, you know, you can change it. You can change the overall uh, inflation which uh, will affect this number, you know, how it's different from future dollars and today's dollars. Or you can change the inflation by line item. So your grocery inflation for groceries may be different than for inflation for your medical expenses. But all of that is in, in the assumptions that we'll get to in a little bit. Okay, so the next uh, page you have is on different scenarios. So, for example, starting at a particular age, you might move from one place to another, and that would have various tax implications. So what yeah, are some in of this, the... In this, this demo, what I like to do is just walk through a simple scenario where you have a young couple, and we put their ages as 35 and 33, and uh, they have no children, and they, they plan to move to Texas in a couple of years, and they currently live in Washington, D.C. Okay, so Monty, we have... we're going to come back after break. Uh, okay. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show, and I'm speaking with Monty Hathersall, who's the founder of FinancialFate.com, and we'll be back after this. markets up or down or if you're looking to improve your portfolio our experts are ready to talk to you call now toll free 866-472-5790 that's 866-472-5790 voice america business network Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Are you ready to grow your business? Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show with your coach, Rick Carrado. This entertaining talk radio program will bring you the tools to help increase your business. You'll learn sales success, time management, lead generation, business development, life balance, and much more. Rick Carrado is here to help you take your business to the next level. Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show, heard live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. No excuses, no delays. If you have goals you want to achieve or changes you need to make, then it's time to take charge of your life with America's change buddy, Nancy Christie. This show will help you lead a more productive and fulfilling life starting now. Take Charge of Your Life challenges you to expand your sense of possibilities. Take Charge of Your Life with Nancy Christie is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America. Let change be a positive force in your life. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour is Monty Huthersall, who is the founder of FinancialFate.com. 
a financial planning website. Welcome back to the show, Monty. Thank you, Jordan. We were talking about, uh, and if you're just joining us, uh, you can hit on, there's a uh, PowerPoint that you can hit right next to uh, the website at uh, voiceamerica.com. We're about uh, four pages in, and we're talking about different assumptions and scenarios. So just give us a sense of some of the the different scenarios that people might be able to put in here as as their life may change in the future. Well, uh, any type of scenario would work in financial planning. You could be working, you could be retired, you could be single, married, you could be disabled. Uh, You could do a what-if scenario of what if I'm disabled in the future. So all scenarios for for all Americans would work in financial fate. Uh, some some individuals would uh, prefer to do a more in depth analysis, and so they can fill out the entire questionnaire and go into assumptions and view those or change those. And other people may want to do kind of a light financial fate and just answer certain questions and get an idea of of their financial fate. So either way would work. You know, obviously the more detail you enter. Into the uh, into the software, uh, the more realistic your um, ending net worth and your financial fate will be. Now, the next page you t- talk about employment income, and talk about how you can change uh, a salary and see how that affects uh, the um, the dashboard. It's not only in the year it changes, but then you're projecting it onto future years, right? So that's part of the power of this is, is having longer term projections based on what's happening now. Yes, it's, it's all long-term projections. So if you said that your your salary were to, uh, in this example, where the uh, we changed her salary from the default of fifty thousand to eighty thousand, and you can automatically see the impact in the financial fate dashboard. Uh, and just note, it's it's uh, any net worth is pretty high right now because we're putting we have income in, but we haven't put any expenses in yet. So as you put the income and in, in assets in. The ending net worth will will be much higher, and then as you put your expenses in, it'll in debt, and it'll go down. Sounds like a good idea to have only income and not expenses. I wish you could work that one out. Nice. Yes. All right. The next one you have is uh, planning for an earlier retirement age. So, what are some things that people can do there as far as you know, changing around their retirement age? Well, in this scenario, we'll have this young couple plan on retiring early. We have both of them planning on retiring at fifty-five years of age. Uh, that is. Um, uh, you know, that's going to impact other areas of their financial picture. Um, so in this scenario, that's a goal that they would like to do. So we'll, we'll, we'll um, enter in uh, 55 years, and, uh, and we'll see how that works for them in this scenario. Uh, they can also choose to work um, part-time after they um, leave full-time employment. Uh, in this scenario, we'll say, no, they're just going to work full-time and retire completely at the, at the age of 55 years old. Okay, next you talk about uh, people's pension plans um, and talk a little bit about there about some of the different assumptions and what people might be taking a look at uh, in planning for their pensions. Well, with pensions, and as you'll notice on the left-hand side on the major categories, we're jumping around to these major categories. So as you fill out the questionnaire, you can either jump around or you can go start at the very top and go straight through the bottom. Either way works with financial fate. But with pension plans, uh, you'll see that he and his current pension plan allows allows a pension plan for both the husband and a wife, or actually two different pension plans for each. But on his current pension plan, uh, he plans on commencing his benefits at age 62. So as we saw earlier, he wants to retire at 55, and he wants to commence his benefits at age 62. Uh, and his employer will provide a benefit of $1,000 per month, uh, and that is a single life only benefit. Uh, at normal commencement and full retirement. So the employer uh, may also provide a single life uh, or a single single life certain benefit or a joint survivor benefit. Uh, the user can can key those in as well. So whatever the uh, whatever the user, what type of uh, pension plan they want, they can key it in. But just to make this easy, we're just going to say that uh, for this scenario, he is going to choose the single life only benefit of a thousand dollars per month. But again, that when the employer gives that information out, they're given that information on on the on the current pension plan at normal commencement and full retirement. Okay, and uh, what he is planning on doing is he's planning on retiring early and commencing benefit his benefits early. So one of the things we'll we'll go to the next slide. We'll review one of the reports to see how financial fate will actually go in and adjust adjust that $1,000 per month 
to uh, to um, uh, to realize the fact that he's going to retire early. Does it also help you figure out if it's better to start taking Social Security at age 62 or at full retirement age of 67 or something like that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the in, in, reti- in the retirement and the Social Security piece of that is just like the uh, it's just like the pension um, section. You go in and you can put different a- different ages that you want to retire, and it can help you select you know which age which works best for your scenario. Okay, and on the next page, we, we talk about how this cash flow is kind of working its way through now that you've changed what's in the pension. Explain that a little bit. Okay, this is, this is the first screenshot of one of the reports. And this report is a cash flow report showing the cash inflows. And, again, the user, some users will never look into these reports. And this is what, what, Jordan, when I was talking about when I said this is fully verifiable. You can go into the details if you want to. Uh, uh, some, some users would... You know, would love to go in and, and view this detail. Other other um, users would never look at these reports. Um, but in this case, you see the um, uh, the, the four thousand three hundred fourteen dollars that I circled in the year two thousand thirty five. Uh, this is the twelve thousand dollar future annual pension benefit, or the thousand dollars a month that we had entered before. Uh, and this is automatically adjusted because uh, he plans to retire early and commence uh, his benefits early. So instead of that number being 12000 financial fate will automatically go in and adjust it to a little over 4000 Now, if he were to change his retirement date, uh, and this number would automatically be adjusted for that. So as he goes in and changes his, his retirement date, the pension benefits will automatically change. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to figure out. Well, if I change my retirement date and work instead of retiring at 55, I retire at 58. How's that going to impact my pension benefits or my Social Security benefits? It will automatically be updated. Is this something that he, he has to take a look at his employer's plan? I mean, different pension plans may, you know, have different provisions as to when they kick in and how much and what happens if you retire early and so on. Yes, uh, under the uh, in the questionnaire, uh, there is an, an assumption page. On some of the some of these questionnaire pages, there are underlying assumptions, and in pension, there is an underlying assumption page that that basically spells out some of those details. Most uh, most employers have are, are pretty similar, so I've taken the average uh, what what the average employer does and put it into the assumptions as the default. But if they want to go into the assumptions and look at those and say, oh, my employer, full retirement is, is uh, 69, not 67, uh, they can change that, what, what the definition of a, what full retirement is in the, uh, in the assumptions. Okay. On your next page, you talk about uh, the current and future primary residences. What are some of the things to look out for here? Well, this, this couple, uh, in this scenario, they have a, um, uh, the first line item in the first circle, they... Um, Purchased a house for two hundred thousand dollars in the D.C. area, and now it's got a current value of eight hundred thousand. So they've got uh, you know six hundred thousand dollars worth of appreciation. Uh, then um, and they've also entered that it was refinanced five years ago. So uh, they've got a mortgage um, that's five years old, and uh, it was refinanced, and they and they key in that their origination points five years ago were five thousand dollars. And the reason this is important is because that, those five thousand dollars. Uh, will be used as a future tax shield. And I'll show you that in a minute, how that works. Now, some users may say, I'm, I don't remember what my origination discount points were when I refinanced five years ago. You can leave it at zero, and it will not give you that, that tax shield. Uh, but to be the more, more detail you put into financial faith, the more accurate the output's going to be. Uh, and then they, they enter in that they plan on selling the house um, in D.C. in the year 2011. And that the... Uh, that the, the sale will be covered under a corporate relocation program. So all of those things will impact uh, the sale of that house in Washington, D.C. Um, then if you go to the next slide, mm-hmm. it's an output report uh, for, the, for that user's, this young couple's estimated income taxes. And this tab is their itemized deductions. And you can see in the circle, you can see the amortized uh, points at $167 per year, it gives them a tax shield. And then when they sell that house in the year 2011, you'll see almost a $4,000 deduction because of the balance of, that, of those points 
uh, gets deducted in the year that you, they sell the house. So normally that, points are deducted over the life of the loan. Over the life of the loan. And when the and loan when, is paid off and the house is sold, yes. then you get to take the, all those deductions in one, yes. one year, the final year. And, and um, Jordan, I've had users call me up and, and tell me that their tax advisors you know, didn't even know they had these, these points on the book that they could be amortizing. And they used financial fate. It told them they called their, their tax planner, and the tax planner you know, had no idea that they, they refinanced their house, went back and looked at their points and gave them the, um, you know, the appropriate deduction. Uh, so the model can actually help you, uh, you know, um, do your taxes as well. So you have a list of all the different itemized deductions. Uh, yes. This is this particular page is is pretty much real estate, but it's also medical and charitable and yes, yes, other all kinds the deductions in the adjusted gross income and the itemized deductions are here. Can you pour the data from Financial Fate into a tax preparation software like uh, uh, NASCAR or something like that? Yeah, there there is no link between uh, this and other tax um, uh, tax packages. And, it's, and it should not be used per, uh, for for doing your taxes per se. It's uh, it's it's close. Uh, like personally, with my taxes, it comes within about one percent of my total tax bill, but it's not exact. Yeah, but you can at least take the printouts and put some of the numbers in there so you remember yes. these things. Yes. Okay. And the idea of of, of the reason it has this uh, this tax component in it is because taxes affect your cash flow which affects your overall financial picture. And uh, um, it's just one of the leading components of the sources and uses of, of cash flow. Very good. Okay, I'm speaking with Monty Huthersall, who's the founder of Financial Fate, a, a free software program at financialfate.com, and explaining all the different ways you can, con- can see what's going to be happening to your financial future. We'll be back after this. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. It's time for a feel-good party. Pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality and pundit, Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying, and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. It's time for a feel-good party. 
pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, it's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality and pundit, Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour is Monty Huthersall, who is the founder of FinancialFate.com. Welcome back to the show, Monty. Thank you. We were talking about the software, and again, if you haven't uh, looked at it before, click on the Voice America website, and you'll see the PowerPoint presentation of uh, giving you a sense of what the financial fate software is. Uh, just briefly go through the scenario where the couple you have here is moving from uh, District of Columbia down to Texas and how that kind of shows up in the software. Okay. We, we already went through their current uh, primary residence in, in D.C. Uh, the second tab is their future primary residence. Uh, we'll um, have them downsize from an $800,000 house in D.C., and you'll see on this screenshot that their house in, in Texas, is a, they're going to buy a $400,000 house. So they're going to downsize, and they're going to purchase it in the year 2011, which is two years out. Uh, so if we go to the next screenshot, you can see where the proceeds of, of that transaction, that sale of that house, were invested. They were invested in a taxable mutual fund. And you can look at the other investments that the model automatically um, uh, will project out um, in Roth IRAs and 401ks and in uh, cash plans and, and other investments. So uh, it, it will take the proceeds of that of that sell and invest it in a taxable, taxable mutual fund. The next screenshot shows the asset allocation uh, for that investment uh, in the tax, taxable mutual fund. Again, these uh, these asset allocations can be changed in one of the assumptions. Uh, there's a default change. here, but there's something that people can change to whatever they where they want to allocate their money. Yes, they can say that they want to be aggressive or conservative or somewhere in between. There's five different levels of risk tolerance. Okay. They can, um, and they can also go into the tables, the actual tables, and change them if they don't like the way we define aggressive uh, for their uh, for their age category. So the next uh, next slide is uh, an expense slide. We just uh, put in a, an expense of $3,000 for their homeowner's insurance, their house insurance, in the year 2009. So in D.C., they're paying $3,000, um, I'm, I'm sorry, per year in, uh, in their homeowner's insurance. And if you go to the next screen, you can see in the line item for homeowner's insurance, this is the tax, uh, cash flow report. You can see in 2009, that's $3,000. And you can see that in 2012, it goes down to $1,600. That's because they downsized um, from, from D.C. to Texas. So their homeowner's insurance will automatically be adjusted. The user doesn't have to go in and make these changes. This is another one of the fully automated features of, of financial fate. And 2011 is the transition year. Well, how would uh, they know what, what uh, or their software already tell them roughly what uh, these expenses and insurance is going to be a lot less in Texas than in D.C.? I mean, it's not something most people would know. Advanced. Yes, it, it, the software automatically looks at the value of the homes and will make the necessary adjustment. And if you don't like the adjustment, you can always go into the assumptions, underlying assumptions, and change the rules that uh, um, that determine this forecast. Okay. So, but if you don't want to go into the rules and the assumptions, the model will automatically make that make the assumptions that are in the default um, settings. Okay. And then uh, we have the a corporate relocation reimbursement. Yeah, um, the below is the uh, or on that same same page of, with the house insurance. Just one one thing I want to point out is the uh, the moving related expenses in 2011. Uh, that second circle, you can see that the model automatically will calculate what the sales commission and the closing costs and the deductible and non deductible moving expenses, uh, the origination points on the new home. All all of these um, uh, all of these expenses will be automatically calculated. In the year 2011, okay. So sure. there's a there's the assumptions uh, underlying assumptions for all of those expenses as well. Uh, then on the next slide, you can see 
for that move with the uh, with the corporate relocation reimbursement is one hundred twenty nine thousand in two thousand eleven. The model, model uh, because um, the user told the model um, they it would be covered under a corporate reload package. There are assumptions, underlying assumptions that will calculate automatically calculate what that reload package reimbursement is. Okay. Okay. Then on the next slide, uh, we have another expense, and we put in twenty five thousand in the entertainment and restaurant um, dinners. Well, you can see in the in the toolbar in the uh, dashboard that uh, this drove the model into bankruptcy by a certain year. So you don't have any other expenses in at this point either. Exactly, they're spending they're spending way too much for their income on um, entertainment and restaurant. Uh, so the next slide, we have them spend something a little more reasonable. We spend five thousand for entertainment, two thousand for grocery, and you can see they're back in solvency. Okay, well, it, it so, immediately tells uh, you whether you're solvent or bankrupt based on these different. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, the next slide is uh, you can enter your um, what's your uh, employee premiums are for health care. Uh, their group benefits uh, premiums are $6,000, so they key that in. And if they go to the report, which is on the next next slide, you can see that that uh, got $6,000 by the year 2028 is up to almost 22000 because of medical inflation. And then in the year 2029, it drops. It, it, you can see it, 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 it increases to 69000 because if, uh, the uh, husband retires and these premiums are no longer subsidized by the employer and they go from before tax to after tax. So you can see that has a huge impact on cash flows. And you can yep. verify that the model's doing this. See, most I mean, people that, wouldn't think of these things in advance. Exactly. At all. exactly. And this is just a simple, pre, uh, simple scenario of, you know, of a, a, for this couple. I mean, the model does this for all the line items, all the expenses, all the income, all the uh, investments and taxes. We have about two minutes to go, so just okay. talk briefly on the investment side, uh, how yours is different from a lot of other software that do so-called Monte Carlo simulations. Okay, we, we're different in Monte Carlo because we project based on, uh, based on uh, expected long-range returns by an asset class, and we, have a, um, um, uh, we let the user select the time horizon, so the user has full control over the projections. Uh, they can use what's in the assumptions, or they can... Be, be much more conservative if they like. They're not left to Monte Carlo. The problem with Monte Carlo, because we, we've thought about putting Monte Carlo in financial fate, uh, and just bear with me, it's a little complex, but at a high level, uh, there's a statistical problem when it comes to Monte Carlo because there's, um, there's a difference between risk and uncertainty. And Monte Carlo is designed for a world of risk. And financial markets and financial returns are very uncertain. So where Monte Carlo may work in a casino where, where risk is involved, uh, in the context of uncertainty, it does not work. Um, and there's a, you know, a lot of statistical reasons, and, um, but uh, David, uh, Dr. David Narwaki had a, a great article in the Journal of Finance, uh, Journal, Journal of Financial Planning, um, describing the difference between risk and uncertainty and why Monte Carlo does not work in the world of uncertainty, which market returns are in. Another problem with Monte Carlo... Well, we, we have to go, go to a break now, okay. so uh, okay. this has been very interesting. If, again, if audience, you want to find out more about it, uh, the website is financialfate.com. Uh, Monte has a very detailed uh, way of planning out your next several decades to really see all the impacts of all the financial decisions you make. So thank you so much for being with us, Monte. I appreciate it. Again, people can look at financialfate.com. Thank you, Jordan. It's my pleasure. All right. Thanks so much, and we'll be back again next week. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.